Welcome to the Prayer and Faith Podcast. We invite you to join us in this season of prayer as we intercede for God's will to be done on earth as it is in heaven through the name of His Son, Jesus Christ. I'll be your host. I'm Jack D. Welcome to the Prayer and Faith Podcast where we pray for the will of God to be done on earth as it is in heaven. And today we're going to be taking up a pretty controversial topic. We're going to be praying for the end of abortion. One of the scourges of Western society and certainly as well in places in the East like China is the issue of abortion. How a people could become so heartless and lacking in compassion that they agree to a procedure that actually dismembers their child and rips it from the womb is beyond understanding. We will be praying today for God's justice to come and to end this wickedness in our midst. We are not going to be praying any hate-filled prayers we're not hating on anyone some of the people that are involved in abortion actually are convinced the fetus is just a lump of flesh however we can pray for a change of their hearts and a change of the law as usual we'll begin with our faith builder verse of the day as a reminder All scripture references are from the ESV or English Standard Version of the Bible. And our faith builder verse today comes from Matthew 7, verses 7 and 8. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. As usual, we want to begin our time of prayer with a time of thanksgiving. We believe that an attitude of thanksgiving mixed with our faith is the way we enter the throne room of God. Psalm 136.1 tells us, Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, and His steadfast love endures forever. Heavenly Father, we come before you and we do want to give thanks. We thank you for your goodness, your kindness, your mercy towards us, Lord. We thank you that because of your loving kindness, Lord, you made a way for us for salvation. You, We were without hope, Lord. We were dead in our sins and we were on our way to hell. But you'd already planned for it. You'd already made provision for it. You made the provision with your own son coming to earth, living perfectly and righteous before you, and then going to the cross and taking our sin upon us, uh, upon himself. As a matter of fact, The word says he became sin for us. 
He has taken that sin, destroyed it on the cross, buried it. And he did so that it, our sin would be buried there. He took our sin and buried it. And he rose again so that we who believe will also rise again. Thank you for that, Lord. We just praise you and give you glory and honor for it. And thank you for taking care of all of our needs, financial needs, food, clothing, shelter. God, thank you. We give you praise and we honor you for it in Jesus' name. Now, we are moving into our main topic. There are many people who are convinced that abortion is acceptable. There are even people who say they're believers that consider abortion acceptable because the unborn child is a fetus. It's not really a human being yet. Also because the scriptures don't mention it specifically. Does, does the Lord have to say how a person is murdered is unacceptable for murder to be unacceptable? A quick look at scripture makes it very clear. One, that the child is a human being. That's God's perspective on it. Therefore, it is a crime to murder a child. Let's just look at the word of God. First of all, we know the child that the child in the womb is God's work. Scripture after scripture lets us know this. Psalm 139.13 For you formed my inward parts, you knitted me together in my mother's womb. Isaiah 44 and 2. Thus says the Lord who made you, who formed you from the womb, and will help you. Fear not, O Jacob, my servant, Jeshurun, whom I have chosen. Isaiah 44, 24. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, who formed you from the womb. I am the Lord who made all things, who alone stretched out the heavens, who spread out the earth by myself. Jeremiah 1 and 5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Next in the law, we see how seriously the Lord takes the issue. There's even a penalty for harming a child in the womb. Life for life is what Exodus tells us. We're not under the law. And we're not interested in carrying out this penalty in this day because of the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. But let's look at how God considers the harming of a pregnant woman who is carrying a child and how that harm, if it kills the child, is looked upon. 
Exodus 21, 22 through 25. When men strive together and hit a pregnant woman so that her children come out. This is basically a, a, a forced birth because of the harm. But there is no harm. The one who hit her shall surely be fined as the woman's husband shall impose on him. And he shall pay as the judges determine. But if there is harm, then you shall pay life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burn for burn, wound for wound, wound, stripe for stripe. That's a pretty grave sentence to impose if that child's not a human being. John the Baptist's birth gives us another example or indication that a, an unborn child is a human being. Luke 1, 12 through 16. And Zechariah was troubled when he saw him. And this is when the angel is announcing to Zechariah that he was going to have a son. And fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John, and you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great before the Lord, and he must not drink wine or strong drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. Notice that Gabriel, in his announcement of John the Baptist, said he would be filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. He was filled with the Holy Spirit before he was born. God does not fill lumps of flesh with the Holy Spirit. He fills people, human beings, with the Holy Spirit. And remember back in Jeremiah, where the Lord told Jeremiah, Before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. He consecrated him before he was born. Again, you don't consecrate lumps of, uh, lumps of flesh. You consecrate human beings and things which are holy not a lump of flesh at least not in that case Luke continues talking about John the Baptist Luke 139 through 44 in those days Mary arose and went with haste to the hill country into a town in Judah and she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? 
For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. This unborn child recognized the presence of Jesus in his mother. He had awareness. He leapt for joy. He experienced joy. This was a living human being. So as we pray today, we're going to pray for a heart change for mothers considering abortion, and we're praying for their salvation. We're going to pray for a heart change for healthcare workers who are involved in the abortion industry and their salvation. We are praying for God to provide parents with the resources they need to raise and nurture their children. And we're praying for the law, laws to make abortion in all of its forms illegal. Heavenly Father, we come before you right now. We come before the throne of grace. Lord, look upon this stain in the world today. This stain of destruction. This stain of innocent lives being destroyed before they even leave the womb. Father, we don't come to you asking for judgments against those involved. On the contrary, God, we are coming and asking you to give, first of all, the mothers who are thinking about aborting their children, we are asking you to give them a change of heart. Let them come to a place of repentance and turn away from that wickedness, Lord. Father, we know that many of them might be in tight spots and they don't know what they would do if they had a child. Father, show them the alternatives that would please you. They could give their child up for adoption or they could trust you for the finances and the resources to raise that baby. But Father, I'm asking you to change their hearts, to bring them to the place of repentance. And for all mothers and fathers who have been involved or are involved, who have either had abortions or are currently thinking about abortions, I ask you to bring them to salvation. Bring them to the knowledge of Jesus Christ and let their desire be to make you happy, to please you, God. Father, we ask you to change the hardness in their hearts and, Lord, move them away from wickedness and destruction of their child. Let their heart be for you first, God, and then for that baby. Let them fall in love with that baby, Lord. Let them fall in love with that little one, that child, Lord. Father, I pray that you will move on their hearts. You will change their hearts. Lord, your word clearly says that the hearts of kings are like rivers that... Uh, Basically, you turn any which way you desire. 
I ask you to turn the hearts of moms toward Jesus and toward their children and that unborn baby. God, turn their hearts. And Lord, be kind towards them and help them and let them see alternatives and things that they can do, Lord. Don't let them look at this as somehow destructive to their life in any way, but instead a blessing from God, a blessing from you, Lord. Father, I pray that you will bless them. And Lord, I pray for the healthcare workers who are in that industry that, Father, that you would change their hearts and you would move upon them and you would save them, God. Lord, let them look at what they're doing. Let them see and have a revelation of the wickedness behind it. Father, I ask you to move in their hearts and in their lives, God. Let them come to a place of repentance where they turn away from this and turn to Jesus. Where they shutter the doors, they close the doors of the abortion clinics. Or better yet, Lord, turn them into real clinics where they save lives instead of destroy lives. Father, I ask you to bring them to the place where they repent and they turn away from their sin. They turn away from wickedness and they turn to you. And that they repent and Lord, you will forgive them. You are a forgiving God. You will forgive them. Even that, Lord, you will forgive them. Father, I pray that you will reach down, touch their hearts and change their hearts and the hardness that's in their hearts because, Lord, there's no way they could do what they do and look on it without there being hardness in the heart. But God, you can turn it. You can change your heart. You can bring them to repentance. You can bring them to the place where they no longer desire to do this wickedness. Instead, they desire to save and to heal. Jesus, I ask you for your mercy and your grace upon these people. I ask you to turn them away from this. Turn them away from this wickedness. Turn them to salvation. Turn them to hope. Father, we thank you. We believe you. We trust you, Jesus. And Lord, for those who decide to have the child, the moms and dads who say, no, we're not going to do the abortion. We don't know how we're going to make it, but somehow we're going to make it or we're going to do our best. Father, look upon their hearts. Look upon what they're trying to do. And Father, I pray 
that you will provide all the resources they need so they can raise and nurture that child and that child will be loved their entire life provide them with what they need Lord provide them with the finances provide them Lord with the the strength the ability Lord to raise a little one or give them wisdom if if it's your will and the knowledge and the understanding of your will to let someone adopt that baby and put that baby in a loving home and take care of those parents lord take care of that child father we pray we ask you for it and father now i pray that you will move lord lord we've tried the politics the laws in this nation and many other nations must be changed they need to be changed this is not okay it is evil and it is wrong and father in the name that is above every name the name of jesus i ask you to have the laws changed turn things around turn them around in the courts turn them around in the legislatures make this wickedness this vile wickedness make it illegal in our nation's laws father i ask you to wipe stain of blood from our mist Lord wipe this evil from our mist Lord Lord I ask you for those who are convinced that this is a woman's right to her body I ask you in the name of Jesus to open their eyes to the truth to use, give them revelation knowledge and shake off this delusion, shake off this deception that the enemy has brought in. Because this is the work of the enemy. This is the work of Satan. So, Father, I ask you to move, move on our politicians and move on our courts and change these laws in Jesus' name. Thank you for praying with us on this topic. As usual, we also like to spend a little bit of time praying for the lost. Our focus as we pray for the lost in this podcast are for those in the nation of Somalia. Somalia has a population of over 14 million souls. And about 99% of them are Muslims. We will pray for God to send laborers to his harvest to raise up apostles, evangelists, prophets, pastors, and teachers in the harvest field. We're going to pray the Lord save the lost in Somalia and that a mighty move of God sweeps through that nation. Heavenly Father, we pray for the 14 million lost souls in the nation of Somalia. We pray that you look upon their situation that Without Jesus, they will go to hell, Lord. 
Father, I ask you to save Somalia. I ask you to send laborers into Somalia. Raise up laborers in Somalia. Raise up the apostles, the evangelists, the prophets, the pastors, and the teachers, God. Raise up your church in Somalia. And Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to bring conviction, bring the truth, bring the gospel to the ears of every person in Somalia and let their hearts be turned and let them turn away from wickedness and turn to Jesus because their, their hope is only in Jesus Christ. There is no other hope, whether they know it or not. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask you to destroy the deception and the lies of the enemy and to open their eyes to the truth. Open the eyes of the people of Somalia to the truth. And then, Father, as many begin to get saved, I ask for a mighty move of God to sweep through that nation, Lord. Let your Holy Spirit sweep through Somalia in Jesus' name. And before we conclude, I just want to pray for you, our listeners. I pray that, Father, everyone listening, everyone participating in this podcast, that you will bless them, that you will keep them, that you will strengthen them. Bless them in their families and in their relationships. Bless them in their finances. Bless them at work, in their businesses, God. Bless them in their churches, Bless them in, most of all, their relationship with you, in their relationship with Jesus. God, bless them. I ask for abundant blessings upon them in Jesus' name. If you'd like to contact us, uh, you can reach us by email at prayerandfaithpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's prayerandfaithpodcast at gmail.com for show notes you can go to our website prayerandfaithpodcast.com again prayerandfaithpodcast.com we can be heard on iTunes and Anchor those links along with our social media links are available on the website in the contact us section And you can find the Contact Us link on the left-hand side of the homepage. And until we come together again to pray, I want to encourage you, be blessed. Thank you for joining us in prayer today. We would encourage you to attend corporate prayer meetings at your local church. Or find a local house of prayer or prayer room and partner with them for at least one prayer meeting a week. Blessings until we come together again on the Prayer and Faith Podcast.